for June 9th, 2014. It's the Overthinking It Podcast, episode 310, Standing at the Edge of Tomorrow. Welcome to the Overthinking It Podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. From Los Angeles, I'm Matt Rather, here with the panel, to overthink Tom Cruise's latest blockbuster, uh, The Edge of Tomorrow, uh, which takes place in a time loop. So, um, in in order to celebrate this uh, panel, I'm excited to ask you... Um, what piece of pop culture would you like to relive over and over or, or experience more with pop? <laughs> co- <laughs> hey, that's Pete Fenzel. That's hey, the laugh man. of Pete Fenzel. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're, cut, we're cutting you short on the intro this time. You know what? It's uh, but you know what? I'm going to say, I, I can't, I can't help but think that that's also the, uh, that's the theme song to Save by the Bell the college years. Oh, that's why you were laughing. I'm standing at the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> and, I, and I hope that I'm going to say that I'm going to say right off the bat that I want to repeat Save by the Bell over and over. I want to <laughs> okay. be I want to be my alarm is out of order and I think I'm not going to make it on time. Uh, and uh, and it's going to be Miss Bliss and then it's going to be Mr. Belding and it's going to be the new class and it's going to be all that stuff. Uh, it's going to be Screech and the gym teacher. Kelly Kapowski is going to be in most of them, but not all of them. Uh, it's just going to be. In fact, I think that's what's actually happening to them all in real life uh they're still somewhere zach morris is still in high school but uh but yeah that's what i'm gonna say repetition people repetition uh that's how you get better at education it's all about learning and uh <laughs> yeah I, I wonder what would finally break you out of that time loop uh <laughs> standing on the edge of tomorrow certainly not graduating from any of those schools. <laughs> doing such a thing. uh all right well we're we're already into the the question of the week we're a little out of alphabetical order because we have ben adams with us today also hey how's it going uh, it's going well ben sorry to displace you uh no problem no 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 worries at all uh, i i think if i'm going to relive a, a pop culture experience it would probably be the time i went to go see uh the movie the two towers the second lord of the rings movie uh just because that's one of the only movies i've ever seen a midnight showing at with like dozens of my friends and it was i, I was unfamiliar with the property um, like I, I hadn't read the book, so I didn't know it was going to happen going in. So the movie just absolutely floored me. So that was that was a lot of fun. So I want to go even, back and do the, that again. Uh, even the shield surfing scene, Ben. Even the shield surfing scene. <laughs> a diversion, especially the shield surfing. Sorry, scene. sorry to jump in there, but I had to tell you it was a it was a diversion. That's Shane Malofsky. I guess I, you know. Let's just throw the order out the window. You know that, uh... <laughs> that's crazy, unorthodox, but I'll allow it. <laughs> just like this really innovative Tom Cruise movie that's coming. <laughs> Uh, Shana, what uh, pop culture experience do you want to repeat over and over and over? I mean, there are so many choices. My mind initially went to sitting on the throne um, at the Game of Thrones experience, but I talked about that at length on the podcast before. So I'm just going to take issue with the question and say that it's the wrong question to ask because my theory about Groundhog Day is that it is about the Buddhist concept of samsara, which is the cycle of birth and death and then reincarnation, which is something you don't want to be in. You want to get out of it. You want to be liberated from it with enlightenment. 
And that's uh, what has has to happen in Groundhog Day, too, is that Phil needs to get out of this loop. So if I keep watching the same pop culture thing over and over again, it's a sign that I'm not enlightened. So um, I'm going to say I, I don't like your question, and I am not going to answer it. Jeez, wow. Shana, that, that's, uh... Boom. <laughs> <laughs> God, make a flow chart about it. Why don't you? <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, Shana rejects the premise of the question, uh, which is, I suppose, one way to escape the question, the endless cycle of the question what of Louis. Really I don't know. You really escape it by giving a non-answer is still an answer. What is the um, sound of one? What is right? What is the sound of one overthinker overthinking? Uh, Mark Lee next in the alpha. Well, no, not next, not next in the alphabet because, because that's, uh, that's, uh, ridiculous at this point, but, but next in the sequence, in the order of events of things that happened. Uh, All right. Okay. okay, I'll go. Off the rails, people. We are off the rails. We also, we missed the segue, segue opportunity, right? Speaking of Oriental and West and Eastern philosophies, it's Asian overthinker Mark Lee. Huh? Anyone? No, no, not so much. All right. Awkward. Yeah. That, okay. Um, well, I think Shane is actually onto something with her Eastern influence philosophy, which is that you kind of don't want to repeat um, certain types of pop culture experiences, which is say that, you know, the first time you see the two towers for the first time, it's awesome. But the effect of that gets diluted over time, right? Where, like, you know, you're going into it and you, at least if you're conscious of it, like you've... Um, you know, you you know that you've seen this before, and you know all of the the fun beats that happen in the story, um, and uh, the, the 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 shield surfing scene loses its impact upon each iteration, right? So I'm, my my found impact, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the shield still kills the orc every time. <laughs> that it does, it yes. <laughs> so the, the my pop culture moment that I would like to relive is something that actually will improve with each uh, each time that I go through it. Which is uh, a moment when I one of the like the one or maybe two times I think the only time I actually went on stage for hip hop karaoke, which fellow overthinker Ryan Shealy uh, dominates owns because he and uh, his partner Cognac um, actually practice and memorize the song and get on stage and uh, and do it to great effect. Um, the one time that I did it, I got up there, I did the Jay Z song "Dirt Off Your Shoulders." Um, I knew it well enough to competently do it with a piece of paper in my hand with the lyrics. It's not a great way to do it. It's okay. I got through it. It was terrifying. Um, but if I were able to do this in a loop, each time, obviously, I would get uh, more comfortable with the lyrics to the point where I'd eventually have them all memorized. Um, and maybe, like, you know, when the first time I do it off book, uh, I might stumble over the lyrics a little bit here and there. I might even get booed off the stage because I uh, crash and burn. But, you know, just keep doing it over and over again. By the last time of it, um, I am a, like, a god of hip-hop. Um, and, like, I... I, I I destroy the event because I'm so good at delivering this Jay-Z song, Dirt Off Your Shoulders, that they decide that nobody could possibly do this ever again. Um, and maybe at that point, then I escape from the loop. Uh, and, and I guess I'm bringing up the rear here. And, and um, I'm bringing I'm, up the rear. <laughs> what? Sorry, that was terrible. That was absolutely ter- I, I owe you so much better than that, Matt. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not angry, Pete. I'm just very disappointed. 
<laughs> I, uh, I, I'm going to actually go with a, um, a pop culture moment that I do repeat over and over and over, which is this. I have a strange compulsion that I uh, read the last page or paragraph or, you know, little, little stub of words, uh, whatever is on the last page of a book over and over and over. I kind of can't, like, bear to leave the book, to leave the world of the book, if it's something that, that I've enjoyed, a story that I've enjoyed reading. And so, and, and I also sort of um, have this deep-seated idea that there is some secret meaning or like that the book will be more satisfying somehow uh, if only I decipher the secret meaning that is contained in the last, you know, 45 to 170 words of, uh, of whatever novel I happen to be reading at the time. And so I kind of compulsively go over and over and over it, sometimes like even uh, whispering it to myself out loud um, so that, uh, you know, so that I, in, through this repetition, like the, the essential meaning of the book will become clear to me. Um, it, you know what? Oh, yeah? sorry, Matt. You know what I have to say to that is, uh, yes, I said yes, yes. <laughs> That's the Marv Albert autobiography, right? <laughs> yes, I said yes, yes, yes. Uh, all right, well, moving on to the, uh, to the Tom Hanks movie, Edge of Tomorrow, we're going to um, talk you about... Mean, you mean Tom Cruise? Uh, Got Tom Hanks in a uh, in a sci-fi uh, time loop um, uh, uh, movie would oh be pretty God. incredible. What you mean horrible? Because that that sounds guys, guys kind on. of terrible. <laughs> no, it's terrible. This podcast. What this podcast is ruined? Welcome to the Overthinking It podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. From Los Angeles, I'm your host, Matt Rather, and we are here to overthink the Tom Cruise vehicle. Yes, you got it right. Edge of Tomorrow. Got what right? The Tom Cruise movie, Edge oh, of Tomorrow. Yeah, it's no a, movie in the world. Well, no, no other, no other actor really could star in this in this film with the the particular combination of of <laughs> of acting chops. Yeah, and, certainly not Tom Hanks. <laughs> but, <laughs> what, what a weird suggestion. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're kind of off to a start anyway. But panel question of the week: uh, What? pop culture uh piece of pop culture would you like to relive over and over or what i really mean is what what pop culture experience that you've had would you like to relive over and over and over um as you uh you know the experience that you had the first time that you watched it and Pete, you may you may as well go first because you already uh you already jumped in oh, so uh what oh yeah you- yeah yeah um, yeah, so, um, well, that's all, well, the, that, it just so happens that the name of Tom Cruise's latest movie is Edge of Tomorrow, right? And, uh, that also happens to be the theme song to Save by the Bell of the College Years. I'm standing at the edge of tomorrow. And if you think back to all the reiterations of the Save by the Bell story, uh, which is something I feel like I've talked about a lot on this, on uh, this and other podcast episodes, uh, it repeats. There's Miss Bliss, there's the high school, there's the college, there's the new class, there's Degrassi, there's Drake's entire career uh, all of it continues right so uh that is what i would repeat 
Um, that was my answer, and that is my answer. <laughs> it was, and it is, and it ever shall be. Your, oh, yes. Your so answer. Let it be written, so let it be done. Yep. <laughs> until, you, until you break out of the loop. Uh, excellent. Well, okay, I'm going to restore a little much-needed order to this anarchic podcast and go back to the beginning of the alphabet uh, with Ben Adams. And, Ben, I'm sorry that your spot got, got taken. Pride of place. Drink, everyone. Drink anyway in this podcast. Adams goes first, as it is and as it ever shall be. So let's, <laughs> let's, you know, let's make sure we get that right. So I, I don't know. I think uh, I think I got to go with uh, the first time I saw the Return of the King, the the third Lord of the Rings movie. Uh, just uh, I didn't really have a good idea of. I had deliberately not read the books. Well, there's uh, just no so there's no shield of, surfing in that one, Ben. Right, but shield surfing, you know that that doesn't hold a candle to ghost army wait there's so, you know. there's, which is another type of a diversion right like <laughs> like legolas said okay yeah sorry go on <laughs> no it's good i was just saying I, I deliberately avoided reading the book so that the movie would be a surprise and i just genuinely enjoyed watching that movie so i'd, I'd want to go watch that just you know as many times as there's possible. there's tusk surfing though right there's like oliphant that is true there's oliphant sliding uh you know yeah, so you know you okay. have to have surfing if you're going to make a fantasy movie. So right. you know, might as well surf on a an on an Oli font. Sure, sure. <laughs> Which yes, uh, if you were if you had read the read the books uh, before, you would have seen that you know they are spelled with the slightly archaic uh, spelling. I guess you can't be slightly archaic. I guess something either is archaic or it isn't, right? I mean, right. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Um, or you can have fake fantasy archaic, like Peter Baelish's name with the Y in it, which isn't really archaic or not archaic, but I've just al- sort of different. I've always thought those names in uh, in Game of Thrones are just are just meant to give this give the sense that like that the world is the same but different, right? It's it's one of those like slightly alienating. I don't know what's the, what's the word. There's probably a German word for it for like uh, alienation light for Brechtian for distancing oh. effect light, right? <laughs> yeah, like it, distant. It, it's it's at a distance, uh, but not but not too much of of a distance. Yeah, like Verfram Dungsafitio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Mark Lee next in the alphabet. Mark, what uh, piece of pop culture do you want to live over and over? Well, before I get to mine, I just want to uh, conjure this image of um, of the appropriate surfing song in the in Middle Earth, right? Because we have everybody's going surfing, surfing USA. And so in Middle Earth, they have, right? Everybody's going surfing, elvish tongue, something, something. <laughs> that was great, Mark. That was awesome. The thanks. I mean, that's the, that should be part of the, you know the, one of those um, extended, extended, extended cuts that they uh, that they stick into the DVDs, right? For the interminably long versions of, the, of those Lord of the Rings movies because they weren't long enough in the studio. Yeah, I um, really like I like uh, when when Enya recorded that for the credits of the is <laughs> uh, the credits song for the film. Yeah, it's like okay, it's but, like our interminably long question of the week this week, right, guys? I know, but it's, it's how not appropriate. A boom. Right? <laughs> Gosh, Pete, what's yeah. going on with you? Yeah, Pete, you've only been going for here. five or six minutes. Yeah, let me answer the question, guys. Let me answer the question, okay? Because I think uh, Ben's not really on the right track here because when you see Lord of the Rings for the first time, it's awesome, right? But if you go back to it again with having the knowledge of, uh, of having seen it the first time, assuming you are stuck in this loop and you're conscious of it, then the effect of it is continually diminished, right? So that the Oliphant surfing, Tusk surfing scene, which uh, inspired that Elvis uh, singing that I just did... Um, 
you know, it it it, uh, it just becomes commonplace, right? He's like, oh, here comes the surfing thing. Uh, this is not inspiring me to Elvis song. You know, at this rate, guys, we're never going to get to talk about Edge of Tomorrow at all. And I went and I saw this Tom Cruise movie, which was terrible, and I wanted to talk. And then this podcast is ruined. Welcome to the Overthinking a Podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. From Los Angeles, I'm Matthew Rather, and we are here to discuss Edge of Tomorrow, the new Tom Cruise Thank vehicle. You. Thank you. Finally, we will get around to, to discussing Edge of Tomorrow. Okay, easy, was- easy, Tiger. Easy, Tiger. <laughs> What? Jeez, I've I've just been hanging out here for a while, and I want to get around to talking about the movie. Okay, okay, well, let's start the podcast. I mean, there's, there are uh, rules, well, not exactly rules, but but traditions, much like an infinite loop movie, which Edge of Tomorrow is, where Tom Cruise repeats, uh, the wakes up in the same day over and over and over, time repeats itself. What is this, like the 309th episode of this podcast? I think I have an idea of how it proceeds. That's what I'm saying. There are some rules. Let's, Let's go through. So, okay, panel, uh, panel, uh, what piece of pop culture would you like to repeat over and over? Or what I really mean is what, what experience that you've had, that you've lived through, a pop culture, um, you know, happening that, that you were there for and that you experienced and th- that you felt certain things for. Um, wh- which one of those have you had that you would like to live through? Pete, I, I, uh, I I've guess answered you this should... question twice already at the same way, and I'm not. I'm no, no, I know there have been a lot of episodes of the podcast, Pete. I mean, we but we've asked every question before a couple of times, so why not just? Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, sure, sure. How about um, uh, the series premiere of Sons of Anarchy, which was just a stellar and awesome example of bicycle culture, motorcycle, motorcycle, motorized bicycle culture. It was great. I wish I could watch them on those motorcycles again, which are like bicycles with motors on them that go fast in California. All right, that's my answer. Have I done some? Should we stop this and start over? No, and then and then we'll do the Lord of the Rings, and then we can talk about Buddhism. Right? It's 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 the way that it works. Right? Just just go on. Just move on without me. Just move on without me. Let's see. Let's keep keep this podcast moving. Okay. Uh, well, since you've, um, since you've already wrecked the order, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just throw it out there and say, let's go in reverse alphabetical order this time. Drink, if you're playing the drinking game. In fact, chug, because, uh, this has never happened before. All right, uh, my my experience. So this is something that that is unique to me. What I I, I was hoping to go last, but thank you, Pete. I'll go first because mine's a little different. I uh, I have a thing I do where I reread the last page or paragraph or whatever whatever little stublet of words is on the last page of a book. Um, I reread it. Uh, I I become. Seized, uh, seized by the conviction as I read the last page of a book, and this almost always happens to me, um, by the, by the idea that I've missed something, that I've missed something important. Um, and I go back and I reread this thing over and over and over compulsively. And that, uh, if only I had done it better, if only I had started correctly, like from, from reading the last paragraph of the book, right? Whatever the last, you know, 45 to 170 words of the book. Uh, if only I had done that and paid more attention and like been more attuned to the, to the connections between this last paragraph and the, um, 
you know, uh, the preceding story of whatever novel I happen to be reading. Oh, and it's just novels, by the way. It's not, you know, works of nonfiction. It's, it's uh, things where the last page has some sort of aesthetic value. If only I uh, had paid more attention or if I had sort of gotten it right from the start, I wouldn't have to be in this uh, sort of constant loop of rereading uh, the very last page of, uh, of a book. Uh, you know what I have to say to that, Matt? What's that? Putuit. Anyone read Slaughterhouse Five? No? <laughs> I really over thought you were going to say yes. I said yes. I said yes. The end of, the, of Ulysses. Oh, I, that would have been a good one. That would have been really, really intelligent. Shana, I okay. did it. I did it with your book, also. By the way, like oh, uh, you know, <laughs> Hammer of Witches. I reread the last page a, b- a bunch of times. It's it, it's also like not wanting to disconnect from the imaginative world, you know, a little bit, right? Which is a trauma of a sort, of a very sort of everyday normal one, but it's it. It's, you know, a drag to kind of be finished uh, with a book that 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 you've enjoyed. But anyway, hey, since we're going all crazy type uh, previous in the alphabet is Shana Malofsky. Everyone drink because the whole world is messed up today. Yeah, it's it's weird. Okay. Um, well, I kind of want uh, to combine your answers, Pete and Matt, because Pete, you like brought up this really interesting idea about Buddhism, right? Um, and I like, brought up that idea. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, oh, was it someone else? Uh, was it Matt? Okay. Never mind. Um, so, like in Groundhog Day, it, you're caught in this loop. It's like samsara, which is the cycle of birth and then your life and then death and then reincarnation. And it's something you want to get out of, right? Um, but on the other hand, you kind of want to stay in it, right? Because life is pretty good um, unless you're like the Buddha or something and you want to be enlightened. Um, so I was thinking of the episode of Fringe, um, White Tulip, which was also in a stable time loop, um, which is about this mad scientist guy who makes his house into sort of a Groundhog Day house. So he lives the same day over and over again because his wife is going to die and he wants to keep living that day with her so she doesn't die. So he's like stuck in this dream that he's made for himself um that he wants to keep seeing over and over again and uh you know of course oh no that's not white tulip that's a different one white tulip is a different one that also has the same premise you know what fringe is really complicated i forget the name of this episode it was in season four anyway fringe is great watch fringe (laughs) except over and over and over and over which i suppose you can do on netflix i I have done (laughs) uh mark lee next in the alphabet hey um so uh here here's what I'm thinking is that uh you know uh in some ways like I wanted to experience a piece of pop culture that um I really enjoyed like you know go and watch Terminator 2 for the first time again but then I realized that if I was conscious of the loop then each time that um I, I experienced that then the impact is going to be uh it will decrease each time right you know the uh the awe of seeing the melted T1000 slip through the uh through the through the prison door bars uh will decrease over time, right, will slowly melt and disintegrate as a T-1000 melts and disintegrates in a pool of, of molten steel. Um, so I'm going to go with something different, which is a, uh, which is a, a performative thing, a performative of, an experience of performing pop culture, because that, if you keep doing that over and over and over and over again, you will actually get better at it. Right, and I'm specifically referring to um, this thing, hip hop karaoke, which uh, some of the oh, thinkers you're start talking about Biggie Smalls or whatever for another like 15 or 20 minutes. Or well, two chains, uh, woo, two chains. No, I mean it, it, it had, did happen to be a Biggie Smalls uh, uh, song, Pete. Um, but there's actually a couple that, of times. There was a couple of times that it did hip hop karaoke. Once was uh, Dirt Off Your Shoulders, 
by Jay-Z. But the other time was uh, Party and BS, Bull, uh, that word that we can't say on, on the podcast. Um, anyway, so, I mean, I, I went up there with a lyric sheet, and I was terrified, and I hadn't memorized it. And our fellow overthinker, Ryan Shealy, is very, very good at hip-hop karaoke, and he and his partner, Cognac, uh, will memorize their songs and, and rehearse them meticulously to a T before they get up there and just, just tear the, 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 the place apart. Right, but I went up there very nervously with my sheet, the piece of paper with the lyrics, and and like Wait, got really? through it well really, enough. Is this really happening? Or is this really? What is, what this, is happening? Is this, Let me finish the story because I, I, I was keep doing this over, heard and this over again. We haven't and, heard the story yet, Pete. What? I like when Pete gets angry for no reason. Oh, no, you do, Shana. You like when I get angry. I still remember that drawing you made of me when I was being mean at karaoke. And it, oh God, not this again! Oh my God, we've had this conversation like fifty times. That's Pete, what I'm, I'm trying to tell everybody. I forgive everybody. you. Oh my God, I forgive you. <sighs> this podcast, man, this is like the worst podcast. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm trying not to be negative, but it's like it's totally ruined. This podcast ruined. Welcome to the Overthinking a Podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level it probably doesn't deserve. I'm not rather. That Hulk-like sound is from Pete Fenzel. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm just going to start reading. I'm just going to start reading the IMD memorable quotes page for Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. All right, uh, what it, this was from Dragon Ball Z: Battle of the Gods. Since apparently nobody cares about anything happening on this podcast right now, uh, Vegeta hey, what? said, "What does King Kai want with me?" And Kai, Kai says, "Listen carefully to what I have to." say not far from now bills the god of destruction will arrive on earth the god of destruction I, I, i've heard of him I thought Listen, we were pete. Supposed to. okay pete pete my name is adams which means i get to talk first this podcast is ruined welcome to the overthinking it this pod- podcast is ruined Welcome to the Overthinking, a podcast where you subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. From Los Angeles, I'm Matthew Rather. Uh, we are here to overthink Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise vehicle that is opening this weekend. Oh uh, my God, guys! That is guys, Pete Fenzel. Hey, I, no, you need. To, you're probably not going to believe me because apparently, you guys, I've been making no sense to any of you. But I want to explain it to you right now. All of us, all five of us are, and I know there's five of you out there, even without you being introduced, which is part of what? how you know I'm telling the truth. All of us are stuck in a time loop, just like in the movie <laughs> Edge of the Cruise. No, I'm serious. It's like that episode of Star Trek where they're dealing out the cards and, and there's the noises. And um, I'm, I'm, look, you got I know it's no, crazy. no. This is a really good premise for a podcast. We should do this. Oh, never mind. We shouldn't talk yeah, meta. Okay, I think it'd be, be a little gimmicky. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I mean, I guess it makes sense that if we were stuck in a in a time loop, then you guys wouldn't believe me when I was telling you very sincerely. Oh, Pete, really, that's, I know I was being a yeah. That, that Pete, that's that's weak though. Argument as far as argumentation is concerned, right? Like right. if if uh, if my premise were true, like my my crazy theory predicts the actions that you're taking now right, right like yeah. no i mean that makes sense uh, you have not lost any any less of your facility with syllogisms through the repetition <laughs> of this historic timeline and i feel bad because i've been a you guys probably don't remember thankfully but i've been a bit of a jerk to you about this because i thought you were just screwing around but uh apparently there's some sort of um i don't think tachyons are real or maybe <laughs> they aren't but there's some sort of time loop thing that's happening as we're recording the podcast wait what do you mean and, what do you mean you thought we were screwing around you you are under the impression that your friends are gaslighting you by pretending <laughs> that that I, what well you thought that it was a tom hanks movie 
Uh, that's, that no, it's a, it's a Tom, it's a Tom Cruise movie. No, I know. That's not going to make any sense to you, right? <laughs> Tom Hanks yeah, doesn't really make a terrible mistake to make. I mean, we're better than that, right? I know. Well, I know. That's why at the time, look, that's not going to make any sense to you now, all right? But if, at the time, in the past, you would have thought that it would have made sense. But that's an even weaker argument than the Pete, one you'd Pete, previously you're, you're, you're really ruining my return to the podcast. I missed last week's podcast. You guys talked the last time you, you were gathered for this podcast. You're talking about X-Men Days of Future Past. And you're talking about, I really wish Mark was here because he talked about Terminator and time travel and oh, how it compares yep. to this kind of things like that. And, and he, I, I'm really excited to be here and come back. And you're just so like, just putting all these so, crazy theories. So guys, so guys so let's stop, 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 stop. This podcast is ruined. Welcome to the Overthinking and Podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. From Los Angeles, California, the bleeding edge of America, I'm Matthew Rather, and we are here to discuss uh, Tom Cruise in... Hey, Matt, great to talk to you this week. It's really great. Always excited to be on the podcast with you. I was wondering if I could introduce a change in topic for tonight. Surprise, because, you know, topics are always really important to us here on the podcast. <laughs> Surprise change in topic for the podcast. Is that well, all right? I mean, I'd have to consult with the hey, other three have I podcasters. Wrong? Have I, I ever mean, it's unorthodox, but I will allow it. I don't think okay. any of us, I mean, because this is one of those rare times that we've all five seen the movie that we're talking about. Um, I, I don't think any of us would be adverse to doing we something. We'll get around to it eventually. It'll, it'll be connected. What I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about the movie Groundhog Day with all of you. And I, it's really, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not entirely clear right now why it's really important, but I feel like through the course of the conversation, we will discover why it is really important that we currently talk about the movie Groundhog Day. You guys love the movie Groundhog Day, right? You must have seen it a bunch of times, right? Yes, it's like I've been stuck in an endless loop with Groundhog Day on repeat. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. You know what that feels like, right? To be stuck in an endless loop. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, because I'm stuck in an endless loop where I That's keep hilarious. doing the like same super. things over and over. <laughs> do, do, do. Look at me. But it's, is it that absurd of an idea, really? I mean, is it both in the sense of it potentially being about our, our real lives, right? Uh, in, this, in the idea of, like, Shana. So, so, well, so Shana. So, yeah. so, so uh, I know, I know, I just, I have a feeling that you have some interesting ideas about this that involve Buddhism. Uh, oh, I yeah. How, how do you know that? I, I just, really... I've known you for a long time, and I actually really prize your friendship and hope I don't do anything ever to piss you off. Oh, uh, you. I also prize um, my friendship with you or vice versa. Oh, yeah, that, thank you. Really I'm, I'm glad yeah. we've gotten over that thing that happened. Wow. Oh, the Never karaoke mind. thing years ago? Yeah. Okay. That's the thing that happened, right? Yeah, that, that's the one. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're talking about absurdism, and it was making me think of uh, the play Waiting for Godot, um, where you have these two different acts, and the second one basically repeats the first, but in a sort of different way. Um, just like little things change, um, and one doesn't remember what happened in Act 1, but the other character does. It's like, um, it's very similar to Groundhog Day, right? Um, and I think it was probably a little bit inspired by Eastern philosophies that were becoming popular in the 20th century, um, like this idea of samsara, um, which is this like endless loop that we're all stuck in of birth, life, death, and then reincarnation. You want to get out of it, uh, be liberated from it right, um, right. through enlightenment, yes. um, which, you know, there are many ways you can get there, um, according to Buddhism. I mean, what, what are the ways in Buddhism to get out of, uh, to get out of like a, 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 a cycle of rebirth? Well, you you have like the eightfold path, that sort of thing. Um, but is it, there any, is there any that are really fast? 
Um, <laughs> what are they like all taking? Sliding down a shield on a staircase fast, right, Ben? Oh, what are uh, you talking sorry. about, Pete? Sorry, never mind, never mind. Um, they all, yeah. yeah, no, they all re- require like years of meditation and a- a- attaining enlightenment, right? Or many different <sighs> lifetimes of doing that. Okay, right, um, I, mean, I, I think in Groundhog Day, I, I read somewhere that it's canon that he spent something along the lines of like ten thousand years in the time loop. Uh, really? If you if you add it all up, right? That the, the directors of the movie have said that they, they estimate that it was you know at least thousands of years. Really? That's that's how long he spends in the movie in in Lancaster. Is it Lancaster, Pennsylvania, or Punxsutawney? Punxsutawney. I don't. Well, yeah. he, I mean, he learned to sculpt. He learned to be an ice sculptor. That's got to take at least a couple years. He learned to be right? an expert pianist. There's a whole like ten thousand hours thing. You, so we learned a lot of really well. cool things. <laughs> Speaking um, French, I believe is another one thing. Okay, um, but are you? Betty, you're talking what? about the 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 blog post that was on. I guess it was called What Culture, right? Where where they do, you know, you see all the days that you see, and there are like 38 days that you see, and then you uh, you talk about the days uh, that he mentions, and then you talk about how long it must take to do. Um, uh, to do the the uh, things that he learns, right? Like ice sculpting and being a classical piano player. And um, oh, okay, okay, yeah, because it has to have taken years of practice to be that good at piano. And if and so he and he can only take a lesson for like a couple of hours a day. So, so it it's uh, like, right. Yeah. So that's and we can put a uh, we can put a link to this in the show notes. But it's like thirty three years and it's twelve thousand three hundred ninety five days is the is the estimate that this particular. Uh, uh, this particular blog post comes up with. Yeah, but you, right. do you so know the, what? I, uh, sorry, go on. <laughs> I was just saying, this is apparently, this was an interview with uh, actually Stephen Toblowski, who plays Ned Ryerson. And yeah. uh, he had he had uh, heard something from uh, the director, I guess the director or the writer had told him that uh, it takes approximately 10,000. Harold Ramis, right? Is that, the, right, yeah, Harold Ramis. Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. Um, so I guess canon isn't the right word, but kind of word. Well, that was the intention. I mean, and I, and I know the author is dead, but like that's that's sort of sadistic, isn't it? Right. In this like, case, the author literally is dead, which is unfortunate. Yeah, peace, peace, be, <laughs> peace be upon him. Yeah. Uh, gave us some great great films, but like, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. That's that's more sadistic, right? Like thirty three years is bad enough, but but. Um, I don't know, 10,000 10, years. Yeah. Well, I, I would a little think bit it would of, make a person uh, go crazy. Are, are you saying, that. Ben, that his year level is over 9,000 <laughs> by approximately 1,000? <laughs> I mean, this reminds yes. me a little bit of, a, of, of a Catholic theology, right? I mean, we were talking about Buddhist uh, ideas, but um, in Catholicism, in, in certain schools of thought in Catholicism, there's this idea that um, the more sins you have in life, um, you like accumulate more time in purgatory that you need like to to cleanse yourself of your sins and only only then and only then then you get to ascend to heaven right yeah. so it's like uh, well and I think it does kind of square with the, the Bill Murray character in the movie right he's he's like not a good guy um, he uh, has has some sins that he needs to repay for so maybe so, that's just so, this time uh, so, this uh, ten thousand years uh, spent so, in his loop are is so, his purgatory so 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 hold on so but people who are outside of this person's experience of purgatory can shorten that person's time in purgatory by praying for that person or by by purchasing plenary indulgences or something like that right like there's a way that if you're sort of like outside i guess that would be the difference between the buddhist view of it and the catholic view of it is the sort of the role of the outside community in in assisting the uh the lost soul kind of journeying through this this purging time this repetitive time this cyclical time if you're going roundabout up mount purgatory as in the dantean fashion right 
Yeah, um, I mean, you're talking about pre-Vatican II, post-Vatican II, or Council of Trent. I mean, there's right. a lot of different... Uh, so if anybody to- who sure. is listening to this podcast, for example, would say, like, pray for us or would give alms for us or light a candle for us or something like that. I don't know. We ask a lot of things for our listeners, you know, to rate us on iTunes, to spread the word and things like that. But asking to pray, I mean, like, you know, we got a lot of different creeds, a lot of religions here. We're not stuck in a loop. So we don't don't need the help. We're saying as if, you know, I think when we say, like, uh, subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny, it probably doesn't deserve. That's almost like a mantra or a a prayer, don't you think? No? I guess. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just saying that maybe if it were sort of a hipster ironic thing that people wanted to do, just like for fun, if people just want to do like an ironic uh, praying or an ironic uh, purchasing of plenary indulgences to ironically get the hipster time loop that we are not stuck in in this podcast to come to a close. Okay. All right. Okay. Let, let's try it. Let's try it. Hail Mary, <laughs> full of grace. Okay. Okay. The come Lord on. is with you. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, guys. This podcast is ruined. Welcome to the Overthinking a Podcast, where we subject the popular culture. I figured culture- it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. The podcast restarts every time that I say or somebody else says that the podcast is ruined. Welcome to the Overthinking a Podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. From Los Angeles, I'm Matt Rather, your host, and we are here to overthink the new Tom Hanks vehicle. Oh God. <laughs> That was a a stupid mistake. I'm sorry, guys. This podcast is absolutely, this podcast is real. This podcast is totally committed to overthinking the new Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Isn't that right? I guess so. Thank you. Good save. It's seamless. Totally seamless. Definitely. Edge of Tomorrow, actually, ironically, well, no, it's not ironically. I suppose it's Morissettian irony in that it's it's two things that are coincidental. Uh, Let's jump right to the question of the week all right let's make sure that we get this done perfectly exactly by the book all right folks uh the question of the week is what pop culture moment would you want to relive over and over and over again okay my answer is saved by the bell because there's miss bliss and then there's the regular one and then there's the college years and then there's also the new class and kelly kapowski is in some of them but not all of them and the theme song for the uh the saved by the bell college years is standing at the edge of tomorrow and ben ben adams uh you were next what was your your your, uh why why did you ask the question i thought the host is supposed to ask the question matt is the question matt is the host is he not Uh, he is definitely yeah doesn't he doesn't isn't he supposed to to answer the question i apologize matt i i apologize what the hell what the hell guys i mean mean, come on what are you trying to do ruin the podcast no i'm <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I don't want to do that, although I'm glad to have learned something just now, which is great, which has to do with syntax. Um, but yes, no, uh, feel free, please ask Ben exactly. I'll just wait and I'll humbly coach, side coach perhaps, help this go along smoothly from beginning to end. Okay. Well, if you if you insist, Mr. Director, wow, someone's been directing improv all weekend, I guess. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. <laughs> that, that felt like it took forever, but you know, we didn't yeah. that direction. <laughs> Uh, ben Adams, uh, the question of the week is: What piece of pop culture would you like to relive over and over? But more, more to the point, what uh, what experience that you've had of a piece of pop culture? Something that you've done uh, that you had feelings about, you know, um, that you or that you experienced, and you 
had a unique experience with, what thing like that would you like to live, uh, relive over and over and over and replay that one moment uh, in your life? And and drink because it's not Pete Fenzel, though he seems to That's be right. taking a uh, he seems to be taking a, a an immoderate interest in making sure everything goes it's just perfectly. Perfect. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's Ben Adams. Hey, Ben. Hey Matt, how's it going? No, it's well, going I mean, well. Pete mentioned Pete mentioned syntax, so I, so I have a question about the question of the week. So I remember what at each time I watch the thing, each time I do the thing or, or experience the thing, I remember the last time I, I watched it. I just want to clarify the question. Yes, here. you remember it every single time, but nobody else around you remembers it. And if you try to explain it to them, you feel like an idiot. Okay, now I understand. That, so I, that is true. That is like part, definitely part of the rules of these universes. Because if you were to explain it to them, everybody would be like, yeah, sure, Pete. We're yeah. stuck in an infinite loop where we're yeah, exactly. doing like, oh, this. Oh, no. We become real dicks about it. I mean, just awful. A little, a little bit. But you know what? I think, I think that, I think that the, the person stuck in the time loop would still love everybody and it would still all be fine and everybody could just move on and focus on doing their jobs correctly and that would be great. I don't know. I don't know if they would or if it would be fine, though, right? Because, like, really, Pete, can you imagine actually? I mean, like... You were going to talk about the two towers, Ben, I think. I think you were about to talk about seeing the two towers. Oh, is that it? Well, I mean, I was... I was going to talk about that. That would only be if I didn't remember it each time. I can I could experience a new each time. What about the uh, slides? So, the Legolas sliding down the shield. Wasn't that something that you really enjoyed and you were really excited about? I mean, who didn't enjoy that scene? Yeah, <laughs> a diversion. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It provided a distraction, right, Shayna? Distraction. Can you say distraction? Uh, yeah, distraction. Di- uh, distraction. Sure. Why, why not? Okay. It's yeah. It was a minor error. It's fine. Go on. Don't you? Isn't this something that excites you, Ben? Something you want to talk about? I think I got to talk about something different uh, now that I now that I understand the syntax of the question. Are you really, 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 really sure that you don't want to talk about the two towers? I mean, the two towers. All right, I'll I'll, I'll say this. I could wa- I could rewatch the scene at the end where the ants take apart uh, the the tower. I could watch that a lot of times. So I'll I'll, I'll stick with two towers. You you convinced me. Are you sure? Because it's maybe the other thing was the right thing to say. Maybe it was the other thing that you were always supposed to say. There's no right thing to say. My goodness, we've been doing this podcast forever. And if there's anything we've learned is that we can say whatever bull s we like. I mean, that's that word that you can't say on the podcast. We can say whatever bull poop uh, we like to say. And we somehow pull it out every time, right? Like it's uh, it's always a new podcast. The podcast is, is always new no matter what we say and there's always you guys here and i always appreciate you guys and everything that you're able to do um so mark uh mark um i i honor you okay i'm just gonna sit i'm just gonna sit back here and and uh suck down my trader joe's box of wine because apparently i don't need it i I don't need to do any hosting here no you have to do the hosting matt you have to do the hosting it's required it's the only way that the podcast is going to be perfect okay you like rules lawyering this podcast pendle (laughs) no I'm not rules lawyer. I mean, I guess I'm rules lawyering, and then I'm trying to min max it a little bit, right? I just don't want anybody. I just, I just don't want anybody making some sort of error in the podcast that compels us against our better judgment to say that the podcast is ruined. Welcome to the Overthinking a Podcast, where oh, we. Oh, sub- Jesus Christ! Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Overthinking Podcast, where we subject the popular. I'll, I'll edit that bit out, guys. I'm, I'm going to go again in five. Four, three. Welcome to the Overthinking It podcast, where we subject the popular oh, culture to a. Good lord.
Okay, guys, I'm going to go again. <laughs> in, in five, four, three. Welcome to the Overthinking It podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. Hearing no objection, I proceed. Uh, I'm Matt Rather, your host this week to talk about Edge of Tomorrow, the new Tom Cruise movie. Uh, And so before we get into that, in honor of this great topic of being stuck in a loop over and over and over and over, a loop that you cannot... over and over. (laughs) Okay, okay, Pete. A loop that you cannot uh, control, just eager to answer the question of the week. Um, You cannot control uh, the loop, the time loop. We've seen it on uh, in Groundhog Day. We've seen it on various Star Treks. We've seen it all over. There's probably a whole uh, there's probably a whole TV tropes page dedicated to it. You know what? Someone link it. We'll, we'll link it up in the show notes. Um, what uh, what piece of pop culture that you've experienced uh, would you like to experience over and over? But but more specifically than that, what I, what I mean is, what experience of pop culture have you had where you would like to repeat your experience over and over? Right? It's not like let's put that one song on infinite repeat and listen to it uh, for the rest of time. It's like what uh, what event in your life that has to do with with watching, listening to, experiencing a piece of pop culture would you like to uh, experience over and over and over? over since you're uh since you're such an eager beaver pete we might uh break the order a little bit and uh and go with you first you want to you want to answer the question um you know matt um i talk a lot on the podcast i feel like sometimes i monopolize conversation and sometimes i cause more problems than i solve when i do that so i'm actually going to decline to answer the question of the week and i'm just going to hang back this week i'm going to hang back i'm going to try not to say too much and i want to listen to you guys i really want to listen to you guys and really appreciate everything that you have to say about edge of tomorrow because i'm sure it's awesome Okay, uh, methinks the Fenzel doth protest too much, but uh, but that's fine because Ben Adams is first in the alphabet drink because it's not Pete. Uh, it's, it's pretty orthodox, else. but yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, how's it going? Uh, well, you know, it's it's good. Um, just sitting down to uh, just sitting down to podcast. I got a nice uh, glass of Trader Joe's box wine next to me. I'm I'm looking forward to this. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I have a, a Blue Moon. Uh, we're part of their seasonal collection, so I'm I'm doing all right. Nice. Do you have Do you have the orange slice in it, or is that just the is that just the mainstream Blue Moon that you're supposed to do that with? I'm not sure what you're supposed to do it with, but I do not, in fact, have an orange slice. Ah, uh, okay. So I don't I don't know if I'm if I'm doing it right or not, but I'm just going to go with it. Uh, excellent. So, uh, what experience in your life would you like to repeat over and over and over, um, like B- Bill Murray in Groundhog Day, where you know uh, you know that you're repeating it. Okay, well, if, if, if it's like Groundhog Day, I think, you know, one of the things he does with his time is he, he takes advantage of the fact that, you know, he remembers this all, so he kind of uses it uh, to better himself. Uh, though I, I can't really say that I'm going to better myself with my time, but I am in the interest of completeness, because I, when, I, when I get into something, I like to be, start at the beginning and go all the way to the end. That's very, very hard for things that have, like, a long back catalog. So I'd probably just get on Netflix and, like, watch all the old shows that I don't have time to watch all of the episodes of. So, like, for instance, Law and Order, I could just start at season one, episode one, and just binge watch. And then the next day when I wake up, pick up at the, pick up at the next place where I left off. Sure. I, I mean, you, catch wouldn't, up on, on, you wouldn't, on all you wouldn't, my old pop culture. Yeah, you could just let it go while you sleep, right? And get a, uh, if, it's, if it's on Netflix, it just uh, continues. It sort of auto follows, it auto continues for you, doesn't it? 
Well, it'd be great if the Netflix followed me through the Groundhog Day time loop. That would be even better because then I could just hit resume play. Um, but if need be, I could just try and remember which episode I was on. Uh, excellent. All right. Next in the alphabet. Well, uh, you know, let's go out of order a little bit. I mean, because we, we already got a little crazy. Let's go to Shana next. Shana, what piece of pop culture would you like to uh, repeat over and over and over? Um, I mean, I, I changed my mind because everyone's in such a positive mood. Thanks, uh, Pete, for, you. I don't know, you're so nice today. So thank you for that. Um, I was going to say that I wasn't going to answer the question because Groundhog Day loops, it's sort of like the Buddhist concept of samsara, um, which is this uh, loop of birth and then life and then death and reincarnation. And, and you want to get out of it. You want to be liberated uh, yeah. through enlightenment. Um, so I was going to say that I reject the question. But then I was thinking... Thinking, you know, there were there was one pop culture moment that I really loved, um, which is when I first saw Ratatouille, um, and that scene where Anton Ego, uh, the critic, uh, first tasted Remy's uh, Ratatouille, and it immediately takes him back to when he is a child. Um, and is a little kid, and he's getting the uh, the ratatouille from his mother, and that moment just gave me chills because there's this idea that you can keep going back and sort of relive and re-experience these wonderful moments or these nostalgic moments, um, and even when you get old and cynical and you sort of get negative about things, you can always use either um, you know food or pop culture or I don't know being with your friends and uh, you know repeating old jokes that you've already said a million times before to go back to those wonderful moments in your life um, and just live it again and again and again. I think that's beautiful. But it's sort of like drugs, right? The high is less every time, you know, and you need more and more extreme. You need like three plates of ratatouille to, to, uh, trigger, the same, the, to trigger the same memory next time, right? Well, then maybe instead of having a rat cook it, you need something like grosser, like a cockroach. And then it's like, oh, I I feel it more. You get more, right. You get a cyborg, perhaps. You get deeper and deeper into into the gutter, into like uh, progressively more and more disgusting chefs, Um, right? And then, uh, yeah, and and, and until it's it's barely edible, the food. Yeah, exactly. A zombie, a reanimated corpse, uh, does it. Well, um, I hear Mark Lee. Uh, Mark, what uh, what piece of pop culture would you like to relive over and over and over? Yeah, speaking of cyborgs, right? Um, you know, we're talking about this like the idea of rewatching movies over and over again. And I was thinking, like, you know, you could go that way, or you could do something a pop culture experience where you are actually the performer, the creator of the pop culture, and you can get better at it, right? And I was thinking about that. There's like some times out in hip hop karaoke before and yes. you know, if i do that over and over again i would i would keep getting better and better and better and better at it but it's like no screw it you know like there's really no pleasure better in life than watching the t1000 uh slip through the bars in liquid metal form in, in, uh, in terminator 2 judgment day and then watching uh, arnold schwarzenegger blow it away with a shotgun i mean it, it, it I, i've really come to terms with the truth that there's really nothing better than that and why bother with anything else in pop culture? Just like I'm just going to watch Terminator 2 over and over again and be content with that in my life. I think. Oh, you, Mark. I think yeah. You you okay, Pete? No, you seem like you want to no vape. What we make, Mark? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> seem like you want to jump in. Ah, uh, no, it's okay. I'm I'm all right. Well, I think we've come to you in the alphabet. I mean, you know, I've held you for the very end to uh, to punish you for <laughs> for jumping in at the time. No, not to punish right. you. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Uh, but but we did have to start a bunch of times. So uh, what, how um, 
Uh, what would you like to re-experience over I, and over it's, and all, over? it's all right, guys. You guys don't need me. I can, I can just back off. No, we, but we were we were doing so well. It was such a positive podcast, um, and now now I don't want to say you're bringing it down because you're not. But no, I don't mean to bring. I mean, I mean, I don't mean to talk. I'm I'm gonna stay quiet. But, but it's, it's a podcast. Turn, <laughs> you can't have dead air. Pete, I mean, I, not not to butter you up too much. You're you're kind of the the heart and soul of the show. I mean, like we we, we can't really do a show without you if you're, if you're here and you're just gonna not gonna talk. I know Mark and I have tried. <laughs> you know, Pete. Pete, at, Pete? I, I can't. I, I don't know what to say, guys. Uh, this is kind of awkward. Maybe yeah. we should stop. Well, let, let's certainly not not record this because this take. I mean, this podcast is ruined. Welcome to the Overthinking a Podcast, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. From Los Angeles, I'm Matt Rather, uh, here to talk about this week's new release, Tom Cruise's movie, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, a time loop movie where uh, Tom Cruise is is living the same day over and over and over and over again uh, until he learns a valuable lesson and breaks out of it. It might be familiar right. to you. And, uh, or it might be really familiar to you, depending upon the circumstances. <laughs> right. Right. Like, uh, you may have seen this movie before, right? Like, uh, watching this movie might feel like you're stuck in an infinite time loop. Hey, after, after a whole bunch of podcasts, doing this podcast might seem like you're stuck in an infinite time loop. Am I right? What, if I had to pick any infinite time loop in the world, of all the infinite time loops of of the Star Trek one with uh, decompressing the main shuttle bay, of of the episodes of... Oh, Angel spoiler Wars. alert. What? <laughs> For an episode of Star Trek that, that aired like 15 years ago, right? Um, but anyway, if I had to pick any uh, time loop to get stuck in, I would want it to be one with you guys. I just want to tell you guys. Because you know what? It's... I, I take it for granted a little bit, but you guys are awesome, and I love doing this Aww, podcast. Yeah, so are week. you, Pete. Yeah, Thanks. it's it's a highlight of my week too. Well, you know what? That I mean, that inspires me, right? Like, uh, if you could pick your time loop, um, let's make it pop cultural, right? If you could, uh, if you could relive your experience of watching, listening to, experiencing some piece of pop culture, uh, which one? Would you want to experience, have that experience over and over and over again? First in the alphabet, it's Ben Adams. Hey, Matt. So, uh, you know, know, Pete's Pete's very warm sentiments are are making me think of, uh, you know, fellowship and this fellowship that we have on this podcast here. And so... the I had never read any of the the Lord of the Rings books, so I'll go with the the first movie, the the Fellowship of the Ring. I just like the idea of uh, you know a bunch of people banding together for a for a common goal. It's a, I, it's a nice I will start. I will take the podcast to Mordor, though I do not know the way. <laughs> right, I could watch that all day, every day. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll just watch Fellowship of the Ring over and over and over. Even though it has no shield surfing, right, Ben? Right, yeah, because that shield surfing, you know, it's it's a little cheesy. Come on, <laughs> excellent. Uh, and, Next in the alphabet, Mark Lee. Wait, wait, what about me? Oh, sorry, Pete. Yeah, no, I, I want to take my rightful place as second in the alphabet. That's where I belong. That's where I am whenever Ben or Matt or somebody ahead of me on the alphabet is. And I know I get a little bit territorial about sometimes wanting to be first, but I'd like to take my place, my proper place here, second in the alphabet. Well, Pete, this is where you belong. So, uh, absolutely. Pete Fenzel, next in the alphabet. All right. So I don't know if you guys know this, 
But the theme song to Saved by the Bell, the college years, actually has the same words in it as the name of the Tom Cruise movie. I'm standing at the edge of tomorrow, right? And it's all up to me how far I go. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think that there's a certain repetition that goes through the Saved by the Bell episodes and when you rerun them right when you watch uh miss bliss or you watch the main one or you watch the new class you watch the college years but also when you rewatch each of those episodes there's a, a repetition that you get when watching them so i'm going to say that it's not the first time that i watched saved by the bell that i want to repeat or even the first time that i watched any of the successive sequels to saved by the bell that I repeat that i want to repeat i think that i want to relive is that sense of safety and familiarity and comfort when you come home from school and you turn on saved by the bell and it's a Saved by the Bell episode that you've already seen but that you like and that maybe has something in there that will surprise you. Right? Sometimes so maybe, you just want to hang out at the max. Yeah, sure, definitely. Sometimes Screech says some wacky things or everyone does the sprain or uh, probably not that I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared one because a certain amount of anxiety isn't healthy to live with every day of your life. Uh, but uh, something that felt comfortable with a giant cell phone in it and some timeouts. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Pete. Uh, Mark Lee, now next in the alphabet. Thanks, Matt. And, and, and thanks, Pete, for going before me. Because one of the things I appreciate about the, you know, the regular uh, uh, format for this podcast, going in alphabetical order, is that Pete goes before me, and that gives me some extra time to think about what I'm going to say. Because yeah, I, often, I, I always go last. It doesn't help me. I always skip. I like skip the most obvious answer to the question because I want to make sure that I give you guys more opportunity to think of something. And I want to jump out first and say the thing that you're all thinking. But anyway, Mark, it's your turn. It's your turn. I'm sorry. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. So, um, you know, th- th- there was a day in my life that uh, that came and went that uh, probably saw, um, uh, you know, that someone was spent writing Terminator Salvation, the movie that I hate the most in the world because it killed Terminator. Um, and I would like to live that day over and over again. Like uh, I had to get from point A, wherever I am in uh, on that day, to Los Angeles, presuming where uh, where the screenwriters and and McGee and whatnot were working on the movie, and uh, see how much intervention I can make on. Uh, on the screenplay during that day uh, to see how much that, that can actually improve the movie. And I think um, my time loop then would be spent, you know, each day uh, rewriting more and more of the script and or changing different uh, different aspects of the production to see um, if I could actually make Terminator Salvation a good movie. Um, I would basically do everything possible, including like, machine, uh, the machinations to maybe get the DP, director of photography, fired uh, before Christian Bale goes off on his crazy rant. On so him. Big- maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's what made the movie bad. Uh, like Christian Bale just like, had some, some bad juju going on, and that just disrupted the production. So um, I, I would try to change as much things as possible, and that one day of the production life of Terminator Salvation, see if I could uh, you know, perhaps bring about the salvation of Terminator Salvation, huh? Anyone? Uh, no faithful we make, guys. No faithful we make. <laughs> I see what you did there. Hey, what were you about to say, Shanna? Oh, I was going to say it sounds like you were going to take, but this is a different property, but uh, the darkest timeline and make it into the brightest timeline. Uh-huh. It's a TV show we watch. I think that sounds sweet. Yes, I think that sounds sweet. Oh, well, Shanna Mofsky, is that your answer, The uh, that particular TV show? 
Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I, I wasn't going to be, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching that episode of Community, um, Remedial Chaos Theory, uh, which is the one where uh, they roll the the dice, and each time uh, someone else goes down to get the pizza, and there are different timelines where different things happen. Uh, Britta tries to sing Roxanne, and uh, it, it uh, keeps being stopped by Jeff. Then there's the darkest timeline, which was just hilarious, um, and and then finally they all came together at the end and danced and sang and it was just uh, like Ben was saying a, a fellowship that's what community is all about is building a community of a new family coming together uh, to enjoy pop culture together a la Abed maybe talk about it in a sort of meta way like Abed does uh, so it's kind of like what we do here so I, I guess that's why I'm you know, feeling warm feelings towards that episode and also what we're doing on the podcast. So thanks guys. <laughs> Aww. And, uh, and for me, finally, like, uh, I had this thing. Um, it's, it's, it's happened rarely, uh, in my life, but, um, it's, it's sort of like being with, being with friends and all the, the friendship talk is, is making me think of it. Um, it's, it's what happens when you read a book and it's so good that the second you finish, you just want to turn back to the to the page and uh, you, you want to turn back to page one and start the book over again. And, and it's it's happened only a couple of times, uh, only a, only a couple of books. And I guess they kind of have to be short books, right? Because because, uh, you know, you don't want to start at the foot of a huge mountain Um Again, with something like that, but you're you're just like Finnegan's Wake, yeah. where you're like, oh, River Run, past Stephen Adams, and it's the it's beginning and the end, it's a loop, the whole book. No one's read Finnegan's Wake, anyone? Okay. I, I, you know what? I read the first twelve pages once, and it took me a couple weeks. So <laughs> I would definitely not want to be stuck in that book. That's for sure. That's something I would not want to be stuck uh, in if I yeah. had to choose. That's, uh, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's sort of like, that's, that's the thing that I think is interesting about, about all of these. It has, it has very little to do with, with the specific work and listening to all these, all these answers. Uh, I mean, all these answers that we've heard today, all five, right? Um, though, though it seems like many, many more, uh, it's it's not the specifics of the work it's it's how it makes you feel right like the best memories like memories of 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 food or of 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 any kind of experience of, of pop culture um it's uh it's it's the the people you were with it's the the way you felt it's it's the it's that thing that you want to sort of recapture and re um relive you know and and I, I feel lucky to a certain extent because we get to do it every week with our friends and sort of come together and start a new podcast. And every time we start a new podcast, there's this uh, this sense of sort of possibility and fun and of of uh, of not knowing what's going to happen, but but that we're gonna we're gonna get through it together. You know, and it doesn't get old, right? That's the best part about it, right? Yes, right, Pete. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Are you guys ready? To finally do what we do, do the thing that we do to this Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Are you guys ready to do it? Uh, yes. I, I think we are. Right, let's, 
How about you all say with me together that thing that we're about to do to this new Tom Cruise movie for the rest of the podcast? Oh, that's right. good. Say that's a, yeah, that's that's just, nice. We usually do it at the end, but but right now is as good a now. time let's as any. Now, like, let's do it right now, okay? Because we're going to subject uh, the Edge of Tomorrow, uh, starring Tom Cruise, to a level of scrutiny. It probably doesn't deserve. This podcast is ruined. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? I mean, I, I actually, I didn't see it. I'm a view. The rest of you guys saw it, right? I have not. No. 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 I I just rewatched Groundhog Day. So, uh, Matt, you saw the movie? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Pete? No way. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs>